Hey Trailheads, it's JD and I've got a quick pit stop for you. We're all about building a community here at the Trailhead and we want to hear from you. Got questions about the latest gear, a burning topic you want us to dive into, or maybe you've got some killer trail recommendations. We're all ears. Getting in touch with us is a breeze. You can DM us on Instagram or Facebook at the Trailhead Podcast, drop us an email, or even give us a call. Plus, don't forget to check out our website, thetrailheadnetwork.com, for all the latest episodes and more. So, you want to be part of the conversation? Reach out to us at 719-408-0132 or hit us up online. Your voice could shape our next episode and even be on our next episode. Now, let's get back to the off-road action. Welcome to the Trailhead, where trails start and stories unfold. Welcome to the show, everyone. Now here's JD. In this episode of The Trailhead, we sit down with Sand Hollow 4x4 and have a long discussion about Sand Hollow State Park in Utah. Because this episode recording ended up being so long, we've split it into two parts. Here's the first. The other part will be up in a few days. Thanks for listening, and welcome to The Trailhead. Uh, Just let me know, and uh, we'll get it added to the list so it's something that we can all kind of go over at some point. I'll handle all the uh, video and and get the pictures and stuff uh, to share. I just need you to talk about it when we get there. Okay. Got it. Let's see here. What else? Uh, We talked about, and this is a reminder for anybody that's listening to the podcast today, that $100 to get your FAA test is a a significantly cheaper than any kind of fine you might encounter for having a YouTube channel that you're not supposed to have. it's still a little gray, a bit of a gray area, but it's worth checking out. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, what we were talking about it with Jason asked about it the last, the New York Jason asked about it the last time we were here. Um, and the big thing with that is the law states that if you're monetizing or you're making any money off of your channel, then you need to have, or you're making any money off your video, then you need to be a licensed drone pilot. It's $100 to take a test that's 60 questions long and you're licensed for a couple of years. It's not terribly difficult. Sometimes it's harder to find a place to actually get the test done than anything else. Hmm. Um, if you need if you need something on that, I can help you out. It's it's not a hard thing to do, and there's a lot of YouTube videos. You don't have to pay anybody to do a an online course. We need to come up with nicknames for me and Jason. We just call him Jason. You just call me Jaeger. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm good with that. I'm gonna write that down someplace. Yep. <laughs> Jason Carnes. He calls you Carnes. Carnes. I, I just call you Carnes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's what everybody else calls me. That's true. Jaeger <laughs> works. Yeah, um, I answered all of them. We could call you Cheeto after my favorite reel that you guys have ever. Uh... No, she just ran because the kids were coming outside. But I pretty much uh, answer to her raising her voice. If it comes out in Spanish, I don't know what the hell she's saying, but I listen. Like I'm in trouble. That's awesome. All right, uh, give me one moment, guys. I got to go to the washroom real quick. I'll be right back. 
Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, hey, when you guys, what trails did you hit when you were down there? Did you hit them all, or what did you get? <laughs> we did Slipwalk Gulch twice. We did Tokerville Falls once just to go get a video with all our friends. Uh, we did the Maze. We did the Fallen. We did Milt's Mile. Double Sammy. We did Double Sammy. At night in hell. Double Sammy at night in hell with everybody <laughs> doing three Double trails Sammy at once. Night's fun. It, it's so fun, but there was so many people on it. It was stupid. It was like but a we, damn I was party. Lily, like, we need to make sure. Like, there's a lot of people you were hanging out with that, like, I love. Like, I love Dom and I love Brandon and Christy and I love, like, I love all of them. So I was like, shoot, we keep, we're like this. We were just, yeah. we didn't. You know, we're all like that. You know, and I was, I would say that I expected to run with uh, Dom and Brandon and Oscar at least once or twice. And we ended up being with them almost every damn night, yeah. um, which was great. I, I love them. I love yeah. dealing with those guys. And we it didn't wheel with you guys at all. And then you guys were rolling with Julie and Matt, like Aqua Jeep Girl and them. Like So we, we went out on um, Milts um, okay. one day with them. And it was kind of, it was abbreviated because we started the trail with them. It was us, um, Julie and her husband and uh, Eric from Conquer Trails. And then um, <clears throat> Mark from uh spartacus j uh spartacus oh, i love them so much oh, yeah, i know well like you hung out with some of our friends and then like i don't know we just need to be better planners next time i want to hang out with you guys it's tough though it's tough because everybody <laughs> down there we all just want to get together and, and exactly I, I feel like if we all want to get together we would never make it through the trail <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true. it's Hollow's good because there's so many spots to stop at like yeah. i mean like, you're at obstacles within seconds of each other, so it's yeah. so nice because we all get well, to hang out in that way. You were actually operating with people that you didn't even know was there, but you were friends with them on Instagram. Oh, yeah. yeah. That happened a couple <laughs> times. Like, yeah. we wheeled, and then later on that night, they sent a message on Instagram, and we're like, holy shit. We were wheeling with you all day today. We didn't even know it was you. And I'm like. <laughs> oh, dude, that happens all the time. Yeah, all the time. Like, I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah, yeah. I told him. I, I told him. I was like, that's okay. In person, I look a lot shorter. That's what I've been told. Because <laughs> um, we went to the vendor show and we met somebody that I've been uh, talking with for a long time on uh, on Instagram, uh, Skull Crusher. Oh, and, was he there? Yeah, he actually ben was there. Uh, Oh, yeah, he had a tent we at the vendor oh. show, and we went there, and we met him for the first time in person. <laughs> that was the first thing he said to me. kind of threw me off. He was like, wow, you're a lot shorter than I thought you were. And I'm like, that's a first. Okay, thanks. You know what I heard about you? Julie said you're a lot more calm and, like, methodical on the trail than she thought you would be. She thought well, you were going to be a party boy, like, jumping well, around and stuff. Like, well, it was really interesting. That was the one thing I heard about you. Well, like, she's trail. like, he's really, like, chill. I'm on the trails on business and yeah. I love to have fun. But when I, when I'm on the trails, it's like, I don't know why, but I'll let her say. It. So I've been willing with him and I see him like, drunk. I see him drunk, like falling off. And as soon as he put his hands on the wheel, he looks sober. He's sober, completely yeah. sober. Just like, like, no, nothing else. Like he's like, gone. I'm in the zone. I can't hear anything else other than my spotter. And I can just, yeah. It's, I, and that's, it, I totally feel the exact same way. Like a lot of person, people who know me, like I'm kind of on crack all the time. Like I just like hyper. 
And then I get behind the wheel and I'm like cool, calm, collected, thinking, just kind of like, zoop. And it's like the one time in my life where everything shuts down and all I can hear is my spotter and like the connection between the two of us. And like, we can like, I don't think about anything else. It's just like, and I like, I'm so chill. And then I get done and I see the videos and I'm like, what the hell did I just do? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like when we do what we do, the road disappears really fast and you need to be sober for that. And then afterwards I am ready for a cocktail. Mm -hmm. I have like, I need a drink to like get the like whatever out. Moose, come here, buddy. Come here. Sorry. Our dog is playing with a toy all of a sudden, right in the middle. Of the- <laughs> because you're not paying enough attention. That's why. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So no. I used to be an adrenaline junkie. Like I, all I had was motorcycles, um, race bikes, <clears throat> and I got rid of them all because I couldn't control myself, and I was going to die sooner or later. So I got back into jeeping, and that's that's just it. it keeps me calm. It keeps me centered. And <clears throat> you know, when I was out with Julie and them. We, uh, I have never been able to get up over Mills Mile, first obstacle, that straight up wall. And if you've ever, I mean, I'm sure you guys have, you put wheels on that damn thing. Who knows? You may have made it, you may have not, but you get up there and it's like, it's not comfortable. And then your front end gets light. And this time it walked right up it, and I was so damn excited, but I was so nervous. Yeah, it was a good time though. Step 42. That's the thing with San Hollow is it's like it will test your limits. Like it will test your like ability. Like it's like Velcro, unless it's wet. Like wet San Hollow is a really good time and it's a lot of gas and it's a lot of finesse. Like there's like some things that happen when it gets wet. But bumping up the shoe. Bumping up the shoe is insane. Like you feel pretty You feel like shit, this sounds stupid. (laughs) This is a bad idea. But anyway, like but exactly, like, and then every time you go back, because the sand fills in, it's a different obstacle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, this time the entrance was different than it was the last time we did it. Yep. And it's insane, like, I don't know. It just tests, like, your mental capacity. Like, you three-wheel a lot. And nowhere yeah. else. Even in Moab, like, most of the obstacles are either up or, like, whatever. And there's a lot of trail in between and things like that. Nowhere else do you like three wheel and feel comfortable oh, no. with it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's sand yeah. So There's we a lot uh, of that. Eric and Kelsey from Concord Trails. Um, it was their first time down there in San And I talked it up. I told them they were gonna love it. And then of course Mark um, Spartacus, he's he's been down Seriously, there. Daughter. Yeah. And uh, we kept telling Eric like so many trails down there and obstacles that we were hitting, it was like trying to do the line that we did the year prior and it would not work. And there was things, there was things that I just drove through the year prior. And I was like, what the hell happened here? And Mark is like, yeah, I know. It's like, there's probably, they went back and they looked at videos from last year on some of the obstacles. And there was like another two feet of sand in front of some of the obstacles. So just the fact that they change from time to time, it, it it makes sand hollow. Just the most amazing place. You'll never yeah. get it down. Mother it's Nature changes it all the time. You yeah. can have rain and wind and, and resets it and changes it. Even oh, like within so a fun. month, we'll go down. We went last year and went down, and then the monsoons came through and changed everything before. Like, it was a month different. Like, it was just totally different the next time. And the sand dunes, like, you, you're like, okay, I got the sand dunes down. 
and then they change <laughs> like day to day. Like yeah. it's crazy. That's so fun. I, I don't, we, we don't have that. Like it, it, if we have major changes in a year here for, uh, to any kind of a trail, it's, it's big news. Yeah, well, it's you, oh, like it's day to day. It could be from a tornado or maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Jason's to interest yeah. to Milt's mile right now yeah, is ridiculously <laughs> hard, unless you take the far easy line, like the middle line that most people like to take. There was like five feet of sand there last year. You could just drive up it and bump up it. Now you've got yeah. to like kind of get yourself lined up and get use your lockers and stuff. You used to be able to just walk over it. <laughs> now you got a, a mill smile. Yeah. Yep. That's the entrance. That entrance. So the that's the one me and that's one <clears throat> excuse me, me and Mark were talking about was even on Middle Monkey a year prior, there's more sand <laughs> at that entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, we've been up where you we've been there where the sand is so high you can't see that rock, that first rock before you come <clears throat> over. So we've been where it's completely covered, and you just drive up to Middle Monkey. Yeah, I bet if it was like that, the Gladiator might have got up it. <laughs> it's never Mark, getting up Mark gave it a hell of a try on Middle I, Monkey with that Gladiator, and yeah. it just... JTs are not having it. Yeah. I mean, There's two JTs. I don't know how I the told. first guy did it. He looked like he bumped up it. Something super sketch that I wouldn't want to try. The well, other Mark guy... Was ready. Mark was ready to let it rip. Was he really? <laughs> well, he, he's he's always ready to let he's it. Ready. He's ready. So cool. But I told him too. I was like, "Hey, Mark, you're probably gonna make it, <clears throat> but if you do, yeah, your rock rails are never ever gonna open back up." <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So there was a gladiator on our trail that is Project Overkill had 46 inch tires. He got up it, well, and then. And yeah. the other gladiator that made it up it, I don't know. I think he had a V8, but it seemed like he bumped up it and did something super sketch that I'm just like, when I'm sitting in that either? position on it. I'm like, would I bump it from here? No, I don't think so. I'm getting down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't. Well, I mean, Max, Max, I think it's Max Glad. I mean, yeah. The only one no, that one letter was able to make it. Yeah, I think it was Max. Yes, I don't know. I remember. Yeah, it was a white one. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what he did. He's got more courage than I do. I think. Did you try uh, going? Oh yeah, I did it in the glass. I did it in my. I tried it again in my JT. Every time I've tried it, I've been. Oh, okay, but you haven't done it in your short bed when you got it. Yeah, I still haven't had success even with the short bed. It's oh. the breakover on it's the breakover. It's the breakover on that, but it's not letting. Yeah, the wheelbase doesn't change. If I had better sliders or different sliders. I mean, rock side sliders are great. But if they had some boat side ones that didn't just jut out like they do, yeah, that like might if you threw those moto built ones on the frame, uh, the weld, weld probably... ones, yeah, you probably, yeah, yeah, and, that might and make the a difference. Factor of knowing that they're welded there, and yeah, 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 Big exactly. Difference. You can't do, you can't really roll through stuff with the rock slides. <laughs> Mine are taking a beating though. I, I just put my uh, my welded um, frame frame mount ones on prior to going on the trip. This one right here, she's the first one to try them out. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Not on purpose, but they worked. Thank God. Oh, look. Sorry. You, have somebody you say that again? I, I didn't catch that line exactly. <laughs> the one where uh, Lily tried them out. and um, <laughs> All I heard was something about mounting, and I was, I was busy. I had to blow my nose. It was not okay. <laughs> Lily mounted. Right. Mounted. Mounted me. I heard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we're too far into the weeds. We have guests. 
That's all I can say. Hello, Crystal. Thank Tichita. you for joining us. Hi, Crystal. <laughs> Hi, Crystal. All right, so am I the only person here who doesn't know Crystal? Oh, we know Crystal very well. We love this girl. I don't think we've met her. No. Okay. All right. But we're friends. Well, Crystal, that's a perfect opportunity for you to introduce yourself. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So what was your guys' names? So Lily, and we have Jason with the Y. Oh, there's no fucking Y in my name. No, there's no Y in my name. It's just regular Jason. Got it. So nice to meet you. I'm Crystal. My husband is actually on a tour right now, or he'd be with us tonight. Um, I'm Crystal. My husband's name is TJ. He goes by TJ. And we run Sand Hollow 4x4 out here in Sand Hollow. Nice. So it's kind of about us. It's a guided tour company. We do off-road instruction classes down here at Salt Mountain. But Wow. Well, That's about awesome. Us? Yeah. It was very nice meeting you. Yeah, thank you, too. A little FYI about Crystal and TJ is they actually taught us how to wheel. So oh. they're like the people who like, they took us under their wing. Like when we first started like wheeling together, like we started, like we had no idea. Like the first time I ever wenched over anything was with these guys. Like they scared the shit out of me, but they like made me learn quick and yeah. fast. And these guys are amazing. Like First I, time in Sand Hollow was with them. First time in Sand Hollow was with them. Like. TJ is like my wet blanket, or, or not wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> warm blanket. Warm blanket. Oh, blanket. That, that's not going to play well when this airs. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. TJ, you're TJ such a wet blanket. TJ is my warm blanket, like on the trail. Like he can, I, I will go to hell and back with TJ, knowing that he's like in front of my jeep. But we also have a connection where I'm like, put me in the craziest places, <laughs> me like. But if you sure trust I'm somebody enough to tell you to do that, if totally. you trust somebody that says, hey, you can do this, then that makes a big yeah. difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, if you're looking for, like, guided tours or learning how to even wheel, like, I recommend them, like, nice. 1,000%. Like, we wouldn't be well, doing what we're doing today if it wasn't for them. Yeah. So, and I, we hey. talked a lot about it on the first episode, uh, which was it, the first one of the first pieces of equipment you have was somebody that knows what they're doing. And I think a lot of us in the past, uh, there's been a lot of us in the past and certain times in our lives where we probably would have agreed with that. We got into our heads where just having somebody that would have told us what we were doing um, would have made a big difference. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think it's um, for us, it's, it's more like for me and TJ, it's a passion. Um, my husband, I married into this back when I was like, 16. <laughs> so 16. Well, we got married when we were 20, but I got it. I, like I met him when I was like 16 or 17. So I've been in the whole off-road world since I was literally probably when I learned how to drive. Nice. Um, and that's how our kids have been as well. So, well, and Randy and Pope will tell you, my kids have been in the driver's seat already a lot. Oh, I say Austin is the best spotter monkey you'll ever meet. Like I am in my passenger seat. I can drive over anything. He's actually a better spotter than his dad sometimes. <laughs> he's really good. He's, so he's 15 years old, but both my kids, they have a 21 and a 15 year old. And they've both been driving and been on dad and mom's lap since they've been in diapers. So and my husband's been the same way. So he's been wheeling since he was in diapers and same with his father. So we, uh, all, all of our, uh, guided tours and our instruction classes are literally built on being in the field and figuring out what works 
for not just our rig, for like multiple other different rigs. And so it's been really, um, it's been really just an eye opener to be able to help so many people out there because there's a lot of people out there that unfortunately have just gotten in a really bad position and got really hurt or destroyed their vehicles. And it's just nice to have the passion to be able to know that they're going to learn about it enough to where they're not going to be like that. Like they're not going to have that issue um, going into it. And I, yeah, it's just a huge passion of ours. We're, we're very happy to be able to come on here and share that with you. So. No, that's awesome. And honestly, the first time I went out to Moab, uh, the only reason I would go out to Moab was because there were people that would show me from the Trails Off-Road Group how to get around and, and know what I was doing. And then, of course, that's what they told me. And then the first thing they did was send me off on my own. And it would have been real nice to just have people with me that knew what why I was doing and what my brand new Rubicon could actually do so that I didn't have to worry about whether or not I was going to slide off one of these giant rocks. Everything. everything. A Rubicon can do everything. A Rubicon yeah. can do everything. <laughs> well, sure, I know that now. Yeah. I think it has a lot to do with the, with the techniques and the driving, too. Like, there's just, like, when we go out there, um, we're really focused on, in our class, we're really focused on teaching people how much of an angle their vehicles can be on and like what kind of comfortability they're going to have when they get out there. And also just knowing their own vehicle, because when you get in any vehicle, we teach from like stock vehicles all the way up to like buggies, because at the end of the day, like if you were out there wheeling a stock rig and you decided to go out and get a buggy and you got really good at spoiling your stock rig, everybody knows that when you go out and start wheeling something different, it's now a whole new monster. So we, we take that, whether they've been driving for a long time and maybe they're just switch tricks, not quite sure how to wheel this different wheelbase and, or we just take people that have like literally just started. So yeah, it's, it's been awesome. It's been an awesome, an awesome experience for us. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I wish I wouldn't have that when I first came. You, oh, never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. And you're no, like, I because you always think, uh, you know, there should be something like that. But what people see is groups, right? Like you go off-roading with groups, but I never heard about a company that teaches you how to go off-roading. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and we're excited about it. A lot of people look at an off-roading instruction class and they go, oh, they're going to teach you how to air your tires down. And they're going to send you on the trail and send you on our way. Um, but it's not. We're, we're very much geared from the very basics to like what the professional skills that the professionals use in the hills to avoid them from rolling over and getting in a really bad spot. So there's, it's really kind of, it, it, that's why we call it tips, tricks, and trail techniques is the name of the class because that's really what it is. It's really an, an entire amount of just years and years and years of putting what we could put together to show people how to avoid rolling their vehicle at if at all possible like there's there's all sorts of stuff that we that we utilize in the hills. We also use um, remote control rock crawlers. So remote control rock crawlers will show you what not to do real quick, which is great. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I have an idea for what those vehicles will do. That's not a bad idea. Go ahead, Lily. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So this no. does this course uh, does it apply to people that like, for example, Jason has a lot of uh, years off roading. Yeah. Do you guys can offer something for people that is been off-roading for so many years? Too? Do you think that courses apply for uh, that type of people? Or is only for like beginners? So, like, no, definitely. Like I said, um, we we tried to 
when, when we say tips, tricks, and trail techniques class, um, and we say more than a 101, it really is just that. It is way more in-depth than a 101. It, it's way more in-depth in the sense that, like, we're going to teach you how to, uh, a lot of people don't use, like, neutral. There are certain uh, gears that people use, like neutral. They'll use reverse. They'll use the gas. They'll use the brake. They'll use an e-brake. All of these things are so useful in so many different ways. And some people that have been wheeling for years haven't really been taught that. And I think it kind of goes along with if nobody's ever showed you, how do you know? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so, no. um, for example, I mean, for, for example, just one thing, like I, at, when we were sitting out in the hills, we were just messing around one day and my husband's like, hold on a minute. Like your vehicle, your vehicle's brakes are being overridden by your very low gears. Um, so why not? Let's try. My husband's like, let's put it in neutral, see what happens. Obviously, we weren't on something super crazy. So they put it in neutral um, after you're already in a good spot. And neutral allows your brakes to not get overridden by your gears. And so that's a lot of there's just so many things that we teach. And there's so many times and when you should use those gears and when you shouldn't. And these are all things that we teach out there. And a lot of people don't know them, even people that have been willing for yourself. So, Hopefully it helps a little bit. <laughs> experience from being in one in her classes and or being just on the trail with Crystal and TJ. The interesting thing is, is that it depends on who they're with, what they do. So like, say you guys came out with them, they wouldn't be taking you on like small little things and bumps and bruises just to see how you even react. They would take you out and put you on like a level nine or 10 trail <laughs> and say, Hey bitch, what you got? <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. Or, double, they, like, or start with double Sammy and see where you go. <laughs> but I'm just saying like the interesting thing, the nice thing with Crystal and TJ and we've been out with them like in all different scenarios is they, kind of like especially with the gladiator the thing with the gladiator is is that a lot of people don't know how to spot them and tj's like let's figure it out yeah let's figure out how to a lot like, of people are like throw their hands up oh it's a gladiator yeah. you're just gonna get stuck and tj's took like, the time to figure them out figure out how to wheel with a long wheelbase <clears throat> like i have Lots of body damage, but it's only when TJ's not watching. <laughs> no, I don't. You bring up. That's why I've got the Bob Bed now. Though. I'm telling you what, like, <laughs> as a person being out there that everybody will count on to spot, but you have that diverse group of Jeepers in there, it's it's not as easy as most people think. You know, it's if you have that TJ, you have that LJ, and then you have that JK or JKU, and then you throw a Gladiator in there. Every single line is completely different. It's stressful as a spotter. I tell you what, it's not easy. Yeah, well, and I, I can. Right. Yeah, I can spot him, so I can spot buses, and I can <laughs> spot a JL, but I can't spot. Like I have put people. Wait a minute, in bad wait a minute. Spot. you said you can spot buses, but he's got. Yeah, because I spot him all the, the time. Smaller like bed now, so is that a short bus? No, it's, it's a, a short bus, bus but the like wheelbase <laughs> is so long, it's like putting a bus through a crevice, like it's crazy. But like, I can't spot anybody with a shorter wheelbase. It freaks me out. Like I'm like, oh crap, I can't put you there. You're gonna tip over. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I feel the same way about the people with the four doors and the JTs. I can't do it. Yep. <laughs> Remember back in the day, like Porto like... came up, and you're like, oh, they're good to go. They're not flopping. And then they come out with a Gladiator, and it's like. I've driven her gladiator down a, a, a descent that I was like, 
Felt like I was going to flop over in my JKU. Going down. And I drove her gladiator down it, and I'm like, the hell was that? It's going yeah, down. Exactly. It's boring. It's was like, boring. That was a speed bump. <laughs> like the dragon's tail of Moab feels so calm, so gentle in a gladiator. Yeah, cause you're, exactly. Your back tires are still up there about two feet by the time you're down. <laughs> until, right. until that bumper hits, and you're like, Jesus, there's. It tells I think it's somebody close. yelled out. That's the gladiator mating call. Yeah, that was Jay's call. Um, that he saw. Oh, that, like tight like, turns. It's, his front wheels will start, like, be done working before the back even does anything. But so when it comes to tight turns or all kinds of stuff, he's screwed. Oh, yeah. He's screwed. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. to Austin Powers every screwed. turn, man. Yeah. <laughs> Going off-roading on Oregon with a gladiator is not fun. Because they have a lot of trees, and you have to do a lot of turns. Like, well, that's that's the Pac Northwest, though. I mean, the Pac Northwest is is there's a reason why they call it. Like, I think back, a lot of us remember um, Mel Wade and Evo, and they did the project. What was it called? Project JK or whatever. And they called it the tight Pac Northwest wheeling. That that's where it comes from. Is the trees and everything else. It's like if you have a long wheelbase, yeah, it's tough to get through the woods out here. I think you like we've learned a lot so Pritchett we we've done Pritchett a few times guys in Moab like Pritchett's our second home we have family down there we've been going down there for as long as I can remember and Pritchett has gotten really bad like back in the day Pritchett you could take you could take our little 89 Nissan mat, manual Nissan Pathfinder with 33s when 33s are considered big and you could take it in there it was no big deal you go in there now and you know to go down an obstacle down called down and dirty, you're going to be using either gas to gas out of that and not die, or you're going to be going down <laughs> and using a twin stick or rear dig to get yourself around. And um, we, we've wheeled a lot with Rory Irish and a lot of those other people are just amazing wheelers as well. So it's just, it's, it's weird because we've learned a lot what you can actually do with your hubs. You can actually turn hubs in and out. And actually to gain rear dig, believe it or not. So there's there's like a, so many things that you can do that over the years we've just learned in the hills wheeling with all of these people. And now we're kind of putting all of these years of experience into one big class. And someone goes, why don't you do a 101? Because then we'll want to come back to the 102. And I'm like, no, no, no. People go buy a Jeep and they want to take them out right that day. And then that's when things happen because they don't know what they're doing. They think they can just get in, jump in, and push a bu bunch of buttons, and they'll be fine to go. There's a lot of people don't even know about slap shift, believe it or not. And so they're driving at oh. four low in drive. And, you know, things like that. They, people. Hell yeah, four low in drive. You're saying <laughs> unlock your hubs to do a rear dig? You can. Why wouldn't you just shift to two-wheel drive? Um, Because it's – so it's a little bit easier on some of the components. And I know Rory had mentioned something why – I apologize because my husband's not here to answer some of these questions. These no, are no, all. No, I'm, not, I'm not calling you out on anything. No, I'm just you're good. But it's, it's, it's an, it, there's some incredible tools out there that people just don't know that they actually have right at their fingertips that we teach. And it's like I said, there's the class is so much more than a one on one out there. Um, to put it in two wheel drive, it's just so much harder because your whole you have power to shift to neutral. You shifted, have to yeah, yeah, all that right, kind of stuff, right? So and um, you don't have to free to the power train if you just hubs, unlock the hubs. When you're in a weird spot, to just be able to undo your hubs, do your thing, be done, and put them back in. 
it's so much easier than going, okay, I'm not in a level space because sometimes our vehicles want to be level to go in four wheel drive. So there's I, I, so many I never like, thought of that. I mean, as yeah. soon as you said it, I was like, okay, that concept's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, so just some of the things we've learned over the years and it's just, it's been um, eye opening, but it's also been nice because like, I have also, when, when you think about it, when you're driving, like your back tires don't follow your front tires. If you've ever been in the snow and you pull out of the driveway, people tell you and we will tell you to actually wheel with your back tires, not your front. That's if you think so about that, right? Because if you're wheeling with your front tires, your back tires are going to be either tracking um, on the inside or they're going to be tracking on the outside, depending on which way you're turning. So yep. you always have to be watching where you're turning. And so that's why we talk to people about wheeling with your back tires instead of your front. No, it's, that's Especially awesome advice right there. So, awesome uh, advice. What's your guys' Instagram again? I want to look you up. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> Let's meet you're in okay. San Hollow and we'll go wheeling with Crystal and TJ. Yeah, we'll show you all their tricks. They're like the best. They are the best. Like I'm telling you right now. I'm I so, feel I like I lost my I didn't you were coming student. on this and I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my student. Damn it. You guys got good business going right there. What, what she's going to pay Crystal for it. I don't think she's paying you. Yep. Yeah. What would people ask me about like my wheeling? I was like, uh, I'm under Jason's. Uh, I'm, I'm under Jason. I'm a student of Jason. That's what I do. There you go. That's a better way to put that for him. Yep. Have you yeah. wrecked yet? No. Okay. I mean, no, no, did you die? Did you die? Did you die? No. Did you, <laughs> no. Did you, did you die? Ever has. Yes. Have you been on your side on more times than this? Well. So. Fix this. <laughs> we, we have a few of those um, stickers. I don't know about you guys, but I got those stickers. Easy trail my ass, put on mine somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's, I like that. Oh, yeah. I got so many stickers. It's awesome. It makes me wheel better. <laughs> Oh, I, every time I see those Jeeps out there with the 9,000 horsepower with all the stickers on it, I can't get past it. I started it. making my own so I could get more horsepower. <laughs> I mean. So when you ask Jason, what do you have in your Jeep? He's like, I got some stickers. Lots of stickers <laughs> in the gas can. Yeah. I call it yeah. my turbocharger. I got one of them throttle commander thingies. Oh, oh you press that and that works for you? I drive. Sorry, I drive. Those things are amazing. It's like these are awesome. I would love. Oh, to I just touch works. the button. Oh. It's like a turbocharger. Put pedal yep. commander in sport mode and then go do the Whitmore Canyon <laughs> trail with me. Boom! Oh <laughs> yeah. Funny story about Sand Hollow is uh, you guys know uh, Yee Yee Jeeps. I, it sounds weird. Ah, we had so Yee much fun. Yee Jeeps. Yeah, we went out with him. That that was the high speed trail we did was with Yee Yee Jeeps. Yeah, those guys. They they messaged me and they were like, "Hey, is your Jeep fast?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, I think it is personally." Like, yeah. <laughs> well, we tried to get you to come with us. That was one of the funnest days. Like he jumped his Jeep, and now he was like, "I jumped my Jeep. I am well, finished. I can do nothing else at San Hollow, and it's on video." Like he jumped it like seven times at San yeah. Hollow, but like. Yeah, he, well, he jumped it and got it on video, so it actually yeah, happened. We were all Dukes of Hazard on that trail. It was yeah, uh, it I, was I fun. saw some of those videos, and they were pretty intense. And that's the reason why I couldn't go. I would tell you, shifting to forty twos and the ones that I went to, that's a lot of weight, and my steering feels it. And then when those I guys forty up, somebody lost their tie rod at seventy five miles an hour. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I didn't go. Yeah, I've got I I've like got to 42s. send it, but not like that. 
Well, it was fun because the fastest it was I got was eighty eight. Like, I think all the stickers helped me get to eighty eight because I got all the way up to eighty eight, and some serious know. shit started to happen, man. Well, it's, <laughs> it's kind of cool because it was all about like so the first person would go, and it would be like it was conversation. Like the whole thing was like so conversated. Like they were had it like totally dialed in. It was so neat. It was like you would wait for so, you would have somebody would take off, and then their desk would clear. And then you'd wait 30 seconds and then you would go and then you would relay everything back. So everybody's far enough apart and they would talk about who's coming, whatever. It was super safe. It was awesome. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The That's guy awesome. in the front would tell you if there's any obstacles, if you're or people oncoming traffic or all kinds of stuff. If there's slow moving traffic. So, you know, there's slow moving traffic between these two mile markers. So you don't drive very fast through there. You get around that slow mover yeah. and then you just. And then you call it out up. to the next person so they'd know it's happening so they could slow down and like it was really fun. They call out all the spots where different. you could jump. They're like, there's here comes an air off, it's clear to jump, and you would just be like, sweet, let's get as fast as we can go. Next year, next year, next year. Next, we're doing it. We're totally doing, doing it, it next again. Year. It was one of my favorite things but I did this whole time. With her gladiator. Yes, yeah. she's coming. You have to bring your gladiator. You have to. You have to bring. It's the kind of trail that if you're willing to drive, drive your vehicle fast, you'll enjoy it. He jumped in one of the sand dunes, and after that, that, he got scared. No, that was a mistake. Flat. It was like boom. Yeah, I passed somebody that was sitting still, and I was like, "Why did they stop?" Goodbye, and I was like, "Okay, no why did they stop." Your tires might stop. Everything just got quiet. The the whole suspension, though, on my Jeep right now, it just handled everything I threw at it. So the only thing that seemed like it it didn't like very much is I was going really fast into a pile of rocks at the end of the sand dunes on Sand Dunes Way as you're coming down Sun Mountain. Like, oh. right, as you're headed toward the fence, I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot those were rocks. <laughs> so <laughs> I had a little bit of a clink after that. But other than that, like, all the airborne stuff, it handled fine. The driving fast, it handled fine. My favorite is we were on a sand dune, and he launched off of it, and then he lands. And all of a sudden, I hear on the radio, Ralph, did you see that? <laughs> like, Ralph, did you see me being cool? I was really cool for a minute. Did anybody see it? No one saw it. It doesn't, doesn't count anyway. <laughs> Nobody saw it. It didn't count. <laughs> so, so, out of Trail Hero this past year, what was your guys' favorite moment? I just love seeing everybody. Like, I love the people. That's the only reason I go to Trail Hero. It's not to, like, plow through trails or anything like that. It's just about seeing all the people. Like, I love, like, it just... Our big, it's our big group crazy. on the maze on Friday, on Saturday. Yeah. The big group it we really had on the maze on Saturday. It was all about meeting everybody. You're right. Yeah. 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 It's meeting everybody you already know and meeting new people. We love, one of my favorite things is to push Josie and to see how far she, we can take her, her Jeep and her Gladiator. If you know how royal Josie is, she is my whole heart. Like, she's our adopted daughter. And people are like, why did you put her on that trail? And I'm like, because I can. Yeah, they're like, why, you, why are you having her follow you on all these trails? Well, because she's willing to do it. And she's a badass. She's a crazy badass, like, you know, nutty. She's so quiet yeah. when you meet her in I person, know. though. We, we yeah. met her in person. She is. But she's the crazy on the trail. She's willing to try anything. No, she is a crazy person. We should have her on this show. Like, she's so like mean, my... 
Dude, so you mean she's like me. She's quiet, but she's crazy. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. quiet and crazy. Like she's like, she's like unassuming. Like she pulls up and she has all these badges on the back of her jeep. She wheels every freaking weekend. Like every weekend, she finds an event, something. It doesn't matter. And then she goes out and she was doing like double Sammy stock. Like it was stupid crazy. We stupid we towed crazy. her like through half a double Sammy the first time we her. <laughs> we did. She's a crazy person. But people are like, "Are you sure you want to take her on that trail?" And I'm like, "Yeah, she's yeah." She's down for body damage. It's fine. <laughs> we took yeah, her. I on, saw. I saw her. We took her on the fall in. She oh. damaged her. Her uh, truck bed on the very first yep. obstacle. She's so sweet <laughs> with her little like stuffies and all the like, things, and then she comes out and she like freaking like makes all the boys sad. <laughs> but, but she she's really fantastic on like a, on most of the trails we take her on. We'd like to push and see how hard she can go. She's our daughter. Like, she was. Like, I love her. She had like an amazing day with us on the maze. Everything that was on yeah. the maze, she was just able to was able to tackle and conquer with it. And it's just fun to watch. Like and, you know, I watch everybody test their rigs out and do mm-hmm. all the things and meet yeah. all the people. And I love people that is willing to try things out and they actually listening to their spotter and they don't freaking out. <laughs> because yeah, like, she doesn't freak out. Like, you know, if you she was out, like almost know. tipped over on the Z on the crack on the fallen or on the Z turn on the Z turn on or not the, the V notch before the Z turn on the fallen. She's almost tipped over. She's on the party so, line. You know what's crazy though is like I'm not sure I've never done the the uh, Z turn in a gladiator, but from what I've noticed is like every gladiator I've watched go through there, it seems like it's a pretty big deal. Where it is. the first two times I tried it, the first two times I did it, uh, the time I did it with TJ and Crystal, we tried to put me on the JL line and I ended up flopped on my side. The next time I was out with Chuck Converse, I actually have that viral video where both of my tires are <laughs> off the ground, almost tipping over from the same thing. Now, this time I lined up where I knew I needed to be lined up. And now the guy also, by now, enough gladiators have gotten through it that they know kind of what the thing is. I had the flex and everything to be able to go right through it this time without so, tipping over. So when you, but, when you did it, the line that you thought you needed to be on, was it a non-event? It was a non-event at all. It was almost really easy. I climbed, I climbed up really high on the wall, turned a little bit, did one little tiny backup to straighten up and realign, and then just picked the tire and crawled over it. It was so, it was so easy once I actually made it. It was not non-eventful. So this crack that JD's showing right now, or this V-notch right here, this is where a lot of our friends got really hung up and had a hard time with it. <laughs> and this one was that was our that was my nemesis for a minute because we did it wet in San Hollow for winter four by four and I could I it was everything to get up that spot and then mm-hmm. I like walked right over it today <laughs> that day because it was dry. <laughs> it's a totally like if you don't have somebody to show you how to do this, how do you know that your tire can grab that wall like that? Right, exactly. I think it's more knowing who's out, like who who's actually spotting you and how many yeah. times they've done it. I mean, it's kind of like when me and TJ were on Chain Reaction, we had, I don't know if you've ever met Crystal Hansen, but she is, um, she is an incredible local here as well. And she kind of showed us because things have changed since about 18 years ago when we did Chain Reaction the first time and TJ's on 35s with his Cherokee versus now where he's on 40s. But chain right. reaction is a whole nother level. Like it's 
it's incredible and it's a fun trail, but, um, man, it, it is so technical uh, now compared to what it used to be. It's just knowing, like, if you've got the person that knows the trail well enough to get you in the right spot. Yeah. I don't remember how you guys figured out that line for me the first time we did that on the fallen. Yeah. They, I mean, did <laughs> you tip all the way over? I don't think you tipped all the way over. Did I you? was. When I was on the Z turn, my my uh, rear slider, my rear rock slide engineering oh, slider was holding me on the rock. Basically, I right, was basically yeah. there was nowhere else to go. No, and you were fine. <laughs> I mean, you were fine. <laughs> yeah, it just it feels like your life not good. <laughs> it felt really weird, but there was I like literally if someone could have Randy probably I was freaking out because I was like my I was like not sure what was going on. Sure. I knew I was over pretty right. far. But no, no one could have told me that I was fine because I was already tipped as far as over as I was going to go. Right. Because <laughs> right. I was too freaked out to to listen. But I it's saw the so video true. afterward and I was like, holy crap, I could have just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. would have probably worked. And I think that, too, like, that's why we started this whole thing down here, because I'll be completely honest with you. We are really the only licensed and shirt permitted people that are legal down here to do what we're doing with what we're doing because you'll find another company says Jeep and ATV tours when they have that on the side of their rig what they're mean by Jeep is a side by side it's not an actual JEEP it is not a Jeep and so we are taking um whoever wants to go on the trail on guided tours and ride along so if somebody doesn't have their rig like we have them like we got it you know like they can just ride along with us so it's just been nice because we literally, somebody called us the next Dan Nick in San Hall. That's what we got called last, like at the vendor show. And then Dan showed up and heard him say, they're like, yeah, they probably were getting there. And I was like, hi, Dan, what's up? <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was a good feeling to talk with Dan and, and to, to sit down and, and, and hear that from somebody because nobody has that option here. They don't. When people come here, they are either, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Pope, but a lot of people get on St. George Jeepers or some of the local pages, and um, they are amazing, but they are a little bit different than the way that we run because we don't we don't just kind of keep going and hope that they make it. Um, they're, very, they're a little bit more that way. They do have people that will be a little bit more like that, but you've got to know the groups that do it that way. Um, we are very much like making sure that everybody is behind us. We can see everybody. We know where everybody is. Like they want help. We can see them struggling. TJ reads people really well. Randy will probably vouch for that. So it's just one of those things that I'm glad that we're here to do that because there are so many people out there that come here either on or off season that don't have anybody to run with. And then those are the people that Matt's off road ends up getting. So yeah, we <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, and we yeah, and that leaves. <laughs> It's not just that. It, it's it's what gives our sport a bad name sometimes, the people that don't know what it is that they're doing. Sure. Um, we're going to be talking about the uh, Moab sorry. stuff in the next episode. And a big part of that is the, the claim that OHV users are abusing trails. And it's hard to uh, argue with some of that when you he when you see some of it yourself because of people that don't know what they're doing. It's it's really sad. It's really heart wrenching to watch people get hurt. That is that's our biggest thing. So you know we do the class on we do our classes every other Saturday, and then we have tour guides every other Saturday and Sunday. 
And so a lot of people that actually end up taking our class will be like, oh, and TJ will just read them and be like, okay, well, it looks like we can go cha do chain reaction or maybe we should go do Westrin. You know what I mean? So a lot of our, a lot of our business has come from the people that have taken our class. They want to go out and they want to practice what they learned. So yeah. it's been good that way. And we've just been very humbled and blessed that we have been able to work with who we've been working with and the people that are supporting us down here. Like we saw you take the person that was in your, one of the people in your inaugural class that you did down in Sam Hollow. We saw you take them on double Sammy the next day. That was, you know? so that was Naomi and Kurt. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. they're absolutely incredible. That's a funny story. Um, I, I don't know if you have time for that. It's, it's not very sure. long. But, um, so Naomi came yeah. to our class the first time. And then um, we told, we always tell everybody not to wheel alone without another vehicle. It's just not smart, regardless of where you are. Um, and so the funny thing is, is she went home and told her husband and that was their only vehicle as far as wheeling. And she says, okay, well, I'm not allowed to wheel alone anymore. So you need to get a Jeep. And I'm like, okay, we never told you to go get another Jeep. <laughs> like, but um, she says, if you're going to go. Said. Yeah, yeah. So it's just one of our rules. So she literally on their way out here, they stopped by and bought a $55,000 rig that was all built up and everything ready to go for Kurt. He's never been that? behind the wheel before. And she says, well, if you're going to buy a Jeep, you've got to go take this class because you need to know how to use this thing. So um, they ended up showing up with not just her rig, his Jeep as well. And man, it was just crazy to watch, like just going over the easiest of things because we're there for them. We don't use our own vehicles. Like we're there for them. Like I jump in and out of vehicles with them um, while TJ's guiding on the outside. We just don't use our own cars. It's all about them. It's all about teaching them everything that they like allowing them to suck up everything that we understand, uh, that we know. So, so I have to say cool. about that. Um, I like what you're saying because when I go wheeling, I like to have some, because I'm, I'm really new up, uh, on it. Like I've been wheeling, like really good wheeling for one year. And I like to have someone next to me and also the spotter there in front. And I like to have my radio. So what you're saying is like, oh, I'm right next to the person, you know, because sometimes maybe we don't know how to turn the lockers on or <laughs> what they're supposed to be doing. And the, the people in front is funny. I know how to turn my lockers on. At the beginning, I didn't know. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so I, I like, you know, like uh, that you guys do that for people. Yeah. I think that's really amazing. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And, you know, if you guys ever feel like you could take anything from it, let us know. Or if you just want a tour guide to kind of show you left and right out on the tra trails, you've never done something in your ear, just hit us up. Awesome. So. We will probably hit you up or try to get, get to mm -hmm. meet you guys next time we are in San Carlos. Yes. Very, I'm very, like, interested in get to know you guys and see what you do. And, yeah. <laughs> you bet. We would love that. Absolutely. We would love to meet you guys. We're just, um, right now it's a busy season and right now we actually have two trails on our, um, on our agenda that we can actually guide. I got, uh, license permits for Sitla property. So I'm actually, I can do double Sammy right now and triple sevens and on our BLM permit, we've actually been waiting an entire year to get our BLM permit done. Um, so our BLM permit should be done literally this November. So we're very, very excited because then we'll have full range the entire mountain. Nice. So we're very, very excited. So we're going to take a break there for part two, which will be up in a few days on all of the platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Please join us for part two next time at the Trailhead. Two, three.
Hey Trailheads, it's JD here again. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Trailhead. We love bringing you this content, and if you love listening to it, there are a couple of ways you can support us to keep the adventure going. First off, spread the word. If you could take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else it is you're listening, it makes a huge difference for us. And hey, give us a shout out on your socials, tag us, and we'll make sure to return the love. Next, if you head on over to our Buzzsprout website, you'll find linked at thetrailheadnetwork.com. There's an option to send us a few bucks. Now, don't worry, this isn't for new mods or anything. We're putting every dollar back into making the show as beastie as possible. That includes everything from our hosting services and equipment to our goals to bring you special episodes and content you won't find anywhere else. And speaking of exclusive content, keep an eye out for our upcoming Patreon page or something very similar. We've got some ideas to send y'all some great stuff as part of some subscription. Every bit helps, and we appreciate your support more than we can say. Now, let's get back to the trails. 